did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. All right. So now we are part four of how Christopher Ray, Trump's appointed FBI director and Attorney General Bill Barr, also under President Trump, help steal the election. And the answer pretty much is always the same, folks. The FBI and the DOJ refuse to investigate something important. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the ballot box stuffing operations by the Democrats. Let's hit the introduction and get into this fourth part in this series. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Welcome to the BCP podcast. I am BCP, Black Assertive Patriot. My name is James. Big hug to all of y'all. I appreciate your support. This show is 100% viewer supported on Patreon, on Locals, on Spotify. Appreciate you being here. Let's get into this. I want to show you what uh, January 6th committee chair Benny Thompson showed this clip of General Bill Barr at the very first public hearing. Made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to be a part of it. And that's one of the reasons that went into me deciding to leave when I did. I observed, uh, I think it was on December 1st, that, you know, how can we, you can't live in a world where, where the incumbent administration stays in power based on its view unsupported by specific evidence that the election, that there was fraud in the election. Okay, Bill Barr, it wasn't BS. You knew it then, you know it now, you're just an operative. I have a feeling there's actually a certain entity that forced Bill Barr out in December. I'm going to touch on that in another part of this series. People have been asking me how many parts of this series are going to be. I don't know. Uh, there's going to be at least five. There may be six or seven. But in, in this episode, I want to touch on the ballot stuffing. And there is so much evidence of that. I mean, I could literally make an hour and a half, 90 minute video of just footage of different people stuffing ballots. Now, this is the BCP podcast. And a portion of you are listening to this audio. So that's not going to serve you well. So let's get into an explanation of the ballot stuffing. And the best presentation there has been of this inclusive and extensive voter fraud operation was done by Greg Phillips, 
and his geotagging and his investigative report as presented in the movie 2000 Mules. Now, I'm not going to show you 2000 Mules, but let me remind you of the major parts of 2000 Mules because, quite honestly, that's the best presentation there has been of the ballot box stuffing operation of the Democrats, which was never investigated by Bill Barr nor Christopher Ray. I've been working with Greg Gillis. He has a deep background in election intelligence. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. And they got that data using cell phone geotracking. If you're not familiar with what geotracking is, very simple. Your cell phone communicates with a tower and it knows your position. And even though we call them cell phones, they're technically digital phones now. They're no longer on the old cellular network. And your Android, your Apple phone, Google, they keep track of your location. When you're searching the internet, when you're making a phone call, they obviously need to know your position to get you those messages, those texts, the internet, and your phone calls. This is cell phone geo t- uh, tracking or geotagging, knowing where you are geographically. And that is the thousands of points of data that were used to track these mules, these paid operatives that were stuffing ballots in the 2020 election. The, the movie documentary, 2000 Mules, mostly looks at Georgia and the Georgia runoff election for senator on January 5th. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule? person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes. This is not grandma out walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money. And in no shape, in no way, in no time is that legal. This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. Four million minutes of video evidence. Four million is a big number. Let's put that in hours. That is 66,666 hours, 0.67. And yet, with that amount of data, an amount of data that is absolutely staggering, and it's not just this data from the 4,000 Mules movie, if we look at all kinds of video footage of people stuffing ballots throughout the nation, not just in Atlanta, I mean, we have an abundance, a a, a plethora. We have a bounty. We have an excess of data that is mind-boggling that there was ballot stuffing. And yet with all that data, 
in June of 2022, A.G. Bill Barr laughed hysterically when he was asked about the evidence of voter fraud presented in the movie 2000 Mules during his pre-recorded testimony on the sham January 6th show trial. My opinion then and my opinion now is that uh, the election was not stolen by fraud. And uh, I haven't seen anything since the election that changes my mind on that, including the 2000 Mules movie. <laughs> uh, the election was not stolen by fraud. And I haven't seen anything since the election that changes my mind on that, including the 2000 Mules movie, Barr said, as he laughed hysterically. Well, maybe you can uh, assess that 2000 Mules and people are talking about that. Well, I mean, just in a nutshell, you know, I just think the GBI was unimpressed with it. GBI referring to the Georgia Bureau of Investigations. So this wasn't just the deep state in D.C., like the FBI and the DOJ looking at it. They also had infiltrated there locally at the Georgia Bureau of Investigations or GBI. And I was similarly unimpressed with it because I think if you because uh, I was holding my fire on that to see what the photographic evidence was, because I thought, well, hell, if they have a lot of photographs of the same person dumping a lot of ballots in different boxes, you know, that's hard to explain. Barr cited the lack of photographic evidence and then mocked the geo tracking cell phone data. Um, So I wanted to see what the photographic evidence was, but the uh, cell phone data is, is singularly unimpressive. Mocking the geo-tracking cell phone data in this January 6th deposition he gave. Now, let me remind you, just in case you forgot this little detail, they used geo-tracking that they got from Google They use Google location data to find the January Sixers. You can't make this stuff up. Series of questions that Senator Lee asked you. He asked you about the geolocation and metadata aspects and gathering uh, related to the gathering of metadata that is related to your investigation of the January 6th riot. I was going to show you articles about the geolocation methods and just reports on how the FBI used geo-tracking and geolocation data to find January Sixers. But I thought it'd be more powerful to show you you Mike Lee and uh, Senator Josh Hawley, senators, got this information from the FBI in a hearing. And we have Bill Barr laughing off the efficacy and the data from geotracking that True the Vote got, that Greg Phillips had, that was presented in the 2000 Mules movie. Uh, you said you weren't familiar with the specifics. Can I just clarify your responses to him? So when you say you're not familiar, are, are you saying that you don't know whether or not the Bureau has scooped up geolocation data, metadata from cell phone t- uh, records from cell phone towers? Or, or do you not know? Or are you saying that the Bureau maybe or maybe hasn't done it? Just tell, tell, me the, tell me what you know about this. Oh, by the way, who he's grilling here is Christopher Ray. 
director of the FBI. Again, this is part four in a series of how Bill Barr and Christopher Wray played their part in the stealing of the 2020 election. And it's both of them downplaying the geo-tracking efficacy even though they used it for January Sixers and it's something that law enforcement uses. Yet, of course, it's not valid when it comes to mules, ballot harvesters, and ballot stuffers. I digress. Let's go back to the great Senator Josh Hawley and his grilling of Christopher Ray. So when it comes to geolocation data specifically, again, not in a specific instance, but just even the use of geolocation data, I would not be surprised to learn, but I do not know for a fact that we were using geolocation data uh, under any situation with connection with the investigation of the 6th. Amazing. That was uh, back on March 2nd, March 1st or March 2nd, 2021, three years ago. And it's amazing that Christopher Ray says, yeah, we use, uh, you know, we, we use geolocation, geotagging, we, and geotracking. We use all that stuff. But the biggest case that the FBI is investigating, because of course, remember the narrative is that this is the worst thing that's ever happened, an insurrection. And this is March of 2021. This is right in the middle of them starting to scoop up all these people. This is the most important investigation of the FBI. There was bombs of the RNC and the DNC on January 5th. January 6th, there was an insurrection led by President Trump. And then come March 2nd, 2021, Christopher Ray doesn't know if they were using geo-tracking to find the January 6thers. He doesn't know the details of the most important investigation the FBI is supposedly involved in. But again, we do use geolocation data under specific authorities in specific instances because this is such a sprawling investigation. That would not surprise me. It wouldn't surprise him if they were using it, but he didn't know the specifics at the time. Absolute BS. Okay, so the ballot stuffing. The ballot stuffing was totally ignored and not investigated nor by Christopher Ray, nor by A.G. Bill Barr. Let's get into some evidence of ballot stuffing by mules and ballot harvesters. All right, so the footage you're about to see is of a woman signing multiple ballots before dropping them into an absentee ballot drop box. And this was presented uh, by the great Jim Hoft of the Gateway Pundit, he had Greg Phillips of True the Vote and of the 2000 Mules movie. Uh, he also had Catherine Engelbrecht, who is the founder of True the Vote. But then they had Patty McMurray of 100% Fed Up, who's also been very involved in documenting this uh, ballot stuffing and multiple ballot drop-offs. And this footage is not from Atlanta, Georgia. So I, I've set that up for those of you listening to this on the podcast. Here we go. Through some of this, we had we we went through. We Patty has a team. Well, we we, we have a team that we put together in Michigan. Uh, some uh, wonderful activists and uh, citizens who wanted to get involved. And of course, uh, you know how much footage we have 
Um, and you have uh, even more, I believe, from the Detroit area. And we had uh, people look through some of this footage and we, we found a few things. We just wanted to share a couple things with you. Um, if Yay. That's all right. yeah. yeah. The video that Jim is going to show is from uh, a Dropbox in Detroit. Um, uh, a um, one of the, the satellite voting offices. So they have these drop boxes and then they typically have a place where you can go inside and register to vote um, in the same location. But um, so yeah, so this is, um, Jim, do you want to set up the video or? Uh, I think we could go with the, um, the woman in the car. The time step on the video is 2.32 p.m. November 2nd, 2020. Okay. <laughs> Patty, you want to describe that? Well, yeah, so this woman is uh, delivering a stack of ballots and the person behind her rolls down the window and hands her a ballot to put in the ballot box with her stack. And then she goes back to her car with the stack of ballots again. And I think at that point she realized that the ballots were not signed. And so you're going to watch her sign each ballot in the, in the vehicle. <laughs> and she signs them and then puts them on the dashboard individually. First she searches for a pen, it takes a second. But we've got this speeded up so you can see. But yeah. So she's signing, and, and when it's slowed down, you can see the pen in her hand when she reaches up and puts the ballot on the dashboard each time. That is awesome. Yeah, so oh, she's, that's man, it. You guys are yeah. you guys Good find. Good find. That's yeah, fantastic. They, they did a great, great job. Find. They did a great job finding this. And as you can yes. see, there it is right there, and they did a close-up with the camera. The footage is very clear. There she goes, right to the Dropbox. So uh, mission accomplished. Unbelievable. But as far as Bill Barr is concerned... And Christopher Ray is concerned. There's nothing to see here. Move along, move along. Let me just show you one other video clip. This this is actually crowdsourced from people in Michigan that I mean these are citizens. And, and this is a great call. I I could have I could have had this whole episode just with Jim Hoff talking with True the Vote and 100 percent fed up talking about all these things. And, and Jim Hoff makes a comment that this information is not coming from the RNC. This is not coming from the Republicans. This is definitely not coming from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or the Department of Justice, or the CISA, part of the De Department of Homeland Security. This is coming from we, the people, the citizens that want to take our damn country back. That is the source of this video, of these videos whether it's true the vote or people locally that crowdsource this. The revolution is not going to be from inside DC. It's not going to be from people in the government. This fighting back against this tyranny with information has to come from we the people because it has only been coming from we the people. All right, let me show you one other one before we conclude with the ridiculousness of Bill Barr and what he and what else he had to say. Yeah. And what's interesting when the video is 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 a little bit slower in normal speed, you can see that she as she's approaching the drop box, I think she realizes the camera's there, not knowing the camera's on her vehicle the whole time, and she pulls her mask up as she goes to put the ballots in the drop box. But unfortunately I don't think she realized that the camera that the the cameras are just great in some of these videos. It's unbelievable the detail we've been able to pick up. Yeah. The next, the next clip we that have is, is amazing. The, yeah, the next clip we have is um, a postal worker who uh, 
uh, made four stops within an hour. We have the timestamps right there. And again, this is speeded up a little bit, I think. Um, but she made four different stops within an hour at the Dropbox. Um, so here she is going back again and again. Uh, we haven't seen a, other post office workers doing this, so that's why this, this stood out to us. Did you wanna add anything on that, Patty? Yeah, just in the final video, so this is the same person and the number on the vehicle matches um, each time. So in the fourth visit, she comes back and this is a private vehicle. So this is not a post office vehicle. Um, she comes back for a fourth trip with a big stack. That's a pretty substantial stack of ballots. Um, and she throws them in the Dropbox and then great work, guys. Private is, vehicle. This is that's great. I've been I've been through I've been through thousands of hours of video myself. <laughs> the t the t people don't understand the tedium of this and how difficult this is. Uh, but that is super impressive. So so proud of oh. you, folks, guys. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, we are too. They did great job. Have, so you get the point there. There was lots of people involved in this. From postal workers to paid mules. Now, I think you get the point here, but I am so pissed off by what Bill Barr said that there wasn't photographic evidence. I really want to hit this home. And I think the footage that we have here from Patty McMurray is really good because she explains what it is. For those of you listening on the podcast, you can really, really appreciate this as, uh, very much without necessarily having to see the footage because it, it's, it's explained very well. So let me show you one more of a suspicious character that people noticed was suspicious from 100% Fed Up and Patty McMurray and Jim Hoft. Then I want to show you uh, something. We'll go back to we'll go back to 2,000 Mules of some footage from 2,000 Mules, and then we'll end with the ridiculousness of Bill Barr. I, I just want to give you more than just one or two videos for those of you that haven't seen this or haven't seen it in a while. So you can just really get the scope of really how extensive and inclusive was this voter fraud operation that Joe Biden was talking about prior to election day, 2020. We have one, one more clip, Patty, do you want to set that one up? That's the stack, uh, the, the man in the black Nike oh. shoes who was uh, very busy that day this is election day, I believe. It might be the day before. But, uh, Patty, you, you have... Yeah, so he was um, first confronted by one of the, um, the team members that was watching the Detroit Office of Elections and several ballot drop boxes. They had teams of people that were watching the drop boxes. Um, and uh, so he was confronted. He was carrying a stack of, of blank ballots out of the Department of Elections, and he was standing by the curb, and one of the people... Um, that was working in this team asked him where he was going with them and he got nervous and said that he was delivering them to one of the satellite locations that was about seven miles away and when they asked what how, why he was delivering blank ballots that were not in a container he um, said he'd been doing it all day that was his fifth trip and then um, he got nervous and started to walk away and they asked him where he was going he said he was going to walk there which was seven miles away. And then the video that Jim just showed is about seven or nine minutes after they saw this man that said he was walking seven miles to the next um, satellite district or uh, satellite office to drop off blank ballots. So he obviously got a ride there. So it's, it's, it's interesting. There's, there's obviously more. They saw this guy around. He was a very busy 
person in Detroit. He got picked up because they found a video of him seven miles away, and it was a few minutes later. Obviously, he didn't walk that quickly. All coordinated, all coordinated, but Christopher Ray and Bill Bard, nothing to see here, all a conspiracy theory, no evidence, no photographic evidence, not convincing evidence, but they didn't even investigate it. Folks, it should put a pit in your stomach how deep this deep state really is, how entrenched, and how much power they have to selectively not investigate attacks on our constitution, our electoral college system, and our federal elections. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. It truly is overwhelming. And that's why I'm very grateful that they made the 2000 Mules movie. When I say they, it was the, the movie is actually a, a production of Dinesh D'Souza. He produced and directed the movie. It's, it's his documentary. But it's based on the work of True the Vote and Greg Phillips and Catherine uh, Engelbrecht. So let me just show you, in conclusion, one, one of the many video evidence that they presented in the movie 2000 Mules. Let's look at another one. Yeah, let's take a look at... Uh, Interesting thing about this person is the device seems to live in South Carolina. So this person isn't even from Georgia. She was here uh, during both election cycles, uh, but is not a resident of the state. But as she approaches the drop box, she never looks at the trash can, right? She's looking the other way. But the other thing she has is she has gloves on. What one of our analysts noticed was these surgical gloves only appeared from December 23rd forward in the runoff. So we didn't see a lot of them previous to December 23rd. And we couldn't figure out why. And then it just dawned on us, well, on December 22nd, there was an indictment handed down in Arizona for people that had stuffed ballots. And the way the FBI nailed them was fingerprints. And then lo and behold, the next day and, and days forward. So this video is now from the Georgia runoffs. This, this, this is, is January this is, of 21. This That's particular right. one is at approximately one o'clock in the morning on January the 5th. Stuffs her ballots in there. It's like a small stackish, maybe three, maybe four. Takes them off and then puts them in a trash can that she never looked at. So she knew it was there. She knew it was there, right? And so we have her on a number of locations. She's with. an out-of-state mule, and then this is in no way the only drop box that she attended. That's right. No, she she's, goes to dozens and dozens over the course of these two elections. Who's next? And they have video of this woman and others. Greg Phillips talks about how they just had hours and hours. Remember, four million minutes of video that many people went through. I mean, talk about tedium. So who's next? Well, I'll tell you who's next, at least to conclude uh, this part four, and that's Bill Barr. But then no, when the movie came out, uh, you know, I think the photographic evidence in it was completely lack. I mean, it was, there was a little bit of it, but it was lacking. You know, it didn't, it didn't establish widespread uh, illegal um, harvesting. The hemming and hawing you hear from Bill Barr, even he doesn't believe that BS. 
He knows that he's full of it. And he's trying to gaslight us. Uh, illegal um, harvesting. You know, he, he's so sure to talk, but he's like, well, you know, the, there, there's a little bit of evidence, but there's, you know, there's not a lot. It's not widespread. They want you to think that widespread means that it happened in every single precinct, in every single county, and every single state of the union. No, it was concentrated. Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Clark County, Nevada, etc. And in those places, they were able to, in high population areas, many black areas where the Democrats have their operatives, unfortunately, they still see black people as their slaves, they were able to steal the election. So Bill Barr says it's not widespread. And just that last clip, this lady that they were tracking in Georgia, she was working on the 2020 election. She was also working on the runoff election for the Georgia senator, uh, the Georgia senators on January 5th. She came from South Carolina. She wasn't even in the state. Obviously, it's widespread. Oh, folks, we, we I got a couple more parts of this series at least. So you just hold your horses uh, about that. This is not widespread. This is obviously multi, multi-state. multi We'll get into that in one of the subsequent parts. I know there'll be at least five parts of this. There'll probably be six, maybe seven. Uh, call that marketing. I'm hooking you in. This is a lot to go through. There's a lot to go through. That's why this is a multi-part series. And we have Bill Barr saying, nothing to see here. Move along, move along. And then he says this curious thing. Without investigating, without doing anything, just totally discounting everything, he goes on to say, it doesn't matter anyway because it wouldn't have changed the results of the election. How do you know that, Bill Barr, if you never even investigated? The other thing is people don't understand is that... uh, it's not clear that even if you can show harvesting, that that changes the, the results of the election. You're not, the courts are not going to throw out votes uh, and then figure out you know, what votes were harvested and throw them out. It's still the burden on the challenging party to show that illegal votes were cast. Votes were the result of undue influence or bribes or, or there was really, you know, the person was non compass mentis. Uh, But absent that evidence, I I just didn't see courts throwing out votes anyway. That's not what we wanted, Bill. We wanted it to be redone the right way so we would know and have confidence in the winner. And the winner we know was and is Donald John Trump, the 45th president, the greatest president of the modern era. And we've got to fight like hell to make sure this doesn't happen again later this year. All right, folks, tell a friend. Tell a friend about this show. Tell a friend about this series. We have no real way to grow the show except through your word of mouth and your sharing. Please let me know if you're enjoying this series and if you have any ideas for other series you'd like me to create. I really like this serial way of breaking down the conspiracy because it lets us get into the minutiae and into the details. And remember, I'm an economist. I was a banker. I was an analyst, an accountant. 
I like the details. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.